welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am, of course, Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F. In the game we all know and love as Rustler Unstoppable with me tonight, as he usually is. He is the legend himself. Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Vigant. Good evening, El Vigant. Hola, señor. Como esta? Ah, I'm telling you, it's, 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 I'm doing fine, doing good, but we're at, we're like only two weeks out from a radiversary. Uh, get, getting a little excited about going home to Fubar City and uh, the Hall of Fame inductions that happen at radiversary. Oh, is another one of my favorites between Immortal and Radiversary. This is the busiest season for me, but it's also my favorite. So, uh, tired but excited, El Vacant, to say the least. Well, you know, there's these things, they're called naps. You could take one, it might help. Take what? Nap. No. I'm not, I'm, no. I don't need, didn't need, no. They're good for you, well, old guys. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Anyways. So, as I wait, said... Wait, I love the good, good, you know, fiesta in the middle of the day. It's beautiful. She wakes up, she's waiting, she's much less me. Fiestas? Isn't that what they call them? No, fiestas. Fiesta. 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 I, I, I like that better. Fiesta nap, is a party. Nap sounds old. Fiesta sounds young. So, we'll, let's say I, fiesta. I like that. All right. But at any rate, we got a lot to discuss and cover tonight, uh, starting with Radiversary here in two weeks. We've got some matches already decided, uh, including the Platinum Dragon Championship will be on the line as Mithras will defend against DW, Domino Warrior. Luke Cage will defend the National Championship against Tiggs, Tigress, STB scheduled to defend the Fubar City Championship against former Fubar City, a man he, he likes to call himself the mayor of Fubar City, that being D's. Maeve O'Hare to defend the Midnight Hobo Championship against Hobo Ezekiel, uh, who will be going into the Hall of Fame in two weeks. So it could be a huge night for a hobo. He could possibly walk out as a member of the Hall of Fame and the Midnight Hobo Champion for the first time. Triple Crown Championship is going to be an interesting one. Knox Boogie, the reigning Triple Crown Champion, will have to defend against his good his tag team partner, his his good friend, his 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 fellow Opaque Brotherhood member, Paragon of Greatness, but also uh, Hall of Famer, three Hall of Famers in the Triple Crown Championship at Radiversary as Dev joins them uh that one could get interesting as well uh beast will defend the hatfield mccoy championship against uh, this this rivalry just keeps going and going el vacant uh this is starting to rival griffin paragon 
and number of consecutive pay-per-views that matches, but uh, Beast and Beast will defend the Hatfield McCoy Championship against Mabel Hare. She's not done trying to get her baby back, if you will. Uh, so Beast and Maeve will go at it once again for the Hatfield McCoy Championship. Wait, for the- pregnant? What? Not that kind of baby. You, oh, haven't you ever heard the phrase? Never mind. The Hatfield McCoy Championship. And then in a vending machine of pain match, it will be Liam O'Shaughnessy versus the Lord of Pain, Denunzio. Those two have had a hell of a, a, a rivalry as of late. Those two will go at it at Radiversary as well. So that's what we have. That's the lineup. Uh, do not know who Griff will defend the world title or the men's title against or the Supreme Fighter Championship against just yet. All of his opponents are T- TBD, if you will. Uh, uh, Papa Shaker, let's take a look at some tournaments. Papa Shaker, uh, his Powerball Championship will be on the line at Radiversary. And currently in the Powerball Contendership Tournament, you have three people left. DW Domino Warrior has already made the final. She will either face simply the best or her for the love of her life, Slashy. Uh, that would be an interesting final to the Powerball Tournament, DW versus Slashy. Uh, but STB, we've been saying his name a lot, and uh, he's, he may make a, make a run for that Powerball Championship held by Papa Shaker. Uh, Griff will defend the Men's Championship against the Arsehole of the Month. And right now, sitting in that tournament, we are in... Uh, the quarterfinals, but the immortal Griffith has already made it to the semifinals. And of course, if he wins Arsenal of the month, as he's done on several occasions during this epic men's title reign of his, uh, he will get to decide his opponent out of anybody that was in the tournament. But uh, you have Mithras taking on Mike D'Adunzio, Paragon of Greatness versus Knox Boogie, and Prince versus Wolfie, all vying to get into the semifinals that join Griffith in the, the final four. Uh, and Biatch of the Month, the winner to face Wildfire for the estrogen title at Radiversary. That right now is sitting... Oh, we're in the final match. It'll either be... It will be uh, either already Hall of Famer and, of course, legendary estrogen champion Cougar, the Cougar, the First Lady of Anarchy, or it will be... Uh, Hall of Famer to be uh, inducted, uh, Lady Vex. So Vex versus Cougar right now to see who will be Biatch of the Month and face Wildfire for the estrogen title at Radiversary. All right, let's see. I have a tag team report from Unstoppable here. And, of course, whoever wins this season of tags faces hotness for the titles at Radiversary. Uh Tags report, after three out of six rounds, five teams so far are undefeated. The top five teams are, in first, Swords and Scimitars, which is the Teflon Sheik and Claymore. Uh, Two teams tied for second, the reigning tag team champions, Hotness, and Hawkster and Mithras, tied for second. In fourth, the Opaque Brotherhood, which is Uncle Frank and Killa Neptune. And in fifth place is Friendly Fire, Lady Vex and Maeve O'Hare. So that's your top five halfway through. Uh, thank you, Unstoppable. Be very, it sounds like it's going to be very interesting, to say the least. 
All right. Now we have I have a report from uh the Cougar. And uh let's see here. All right. She says Johnny Blaze joins this season of high voltage. Those matches will start dropping tonight. Uh for the anything goes for anything goes, check the theme for updates. Okay. Apparently, I need to check the scene for updates. I don't know if she's telling me that or she's telling everybody that's participating that. Probably me. She likes she likes to be bossy like that. Uh, let's see. All right. Looks like last six days ago corrected that. Okay. Well. Sounds like it's pretty chaotic in there. She, hopefully, she will be around next week to keep us posted on that. All right. So, and of course, the reigning Anything Goes champion, Hobo Ezekiel, set to defend that title at Radiversary as well. All right. So, that's all of the title matches I can give you tonight. L Vacant. Tonight, doing a little bit differently, the rankings, as you are not announcing current rankings or updated rankings, you are going to tell us the first four rankings periods. There have been four completed rankings periods so far here in the calendar year of 2021. Uh, four out of ten. Who in the Who are the top 25 best wrestlers of 2021 thus far? Oh, you, you want me to you want me to read that? Don't you always? I, I mean, well, I mean, usually I do the top twenty-five of the month, but this is for the year, so I was like, you know, you might want to. No, go ahead. This is this is your deal. Go for it. All right, cool. All right, so like you said, for the first four ranking periods, you know, so you, you got what what six more to go, I think. See, see, six, right? There's ten. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So out of four, here's where we stand, right? This is for the year. This is not for the month. Be very clear. It's, it's años. Okay? All right. In 25th place, we have the Hawkster Bully. In 24th place, we have Wolfie. In 23rd place, we have Kathy Joe. In 22nd place, we have Money Sue. In 21st place, we have Strangleheart. In 20th place, we have one of the most aptly named people in the company, the unsettled Christopher Cage. In 19th place, we have IKP. In 18th place, we have Scythe. In 17th place, we have, oh, I haven't had to do this in a while. Give me a moment. <sighs> B. It's been a while since I had to do that. All right. In uh, 16th place, we have Dev. In 15th place, we have the good man, Claymore. In 14th place, we have Simply the Best. In 13th place, we have Lady Vex. In 12th place, we have Hachachaz Preston. In 11th place, we have Mabel Hare. Hola, I see you out there. Uh, in 10th place, we have the Paragon of Greatness. In 9th place, we have Killer Neptune. In eighth place, we have Luke Cage. In well, we have a tie for sixth place between Liam O'Shaughnessy, the Brick City Bard, and Dee, the man with the beer gun. That's right, because they're both tied for sixth place. In fifth place, 
We have everybody's new favorite fashion plate, the Teflon Chic. In fourth place, we have, oh, look at this. We got the Tigress in fourth place. Good for her. In third place, we have Domino Warrior. I'll be honest, I was not expecting that. Congratulations to you. In second place, we have the immortal Griffith man who's with all the belts right now. Look at them over the side. Just don't smirk at me. I see you out there. All right. And then in first place, we have the title machine himself, Mithras, in first place for so far for the year. All right. And that is that is your top twenty-five for so far this year in the first four rankings periods. Uh, so far, we've had four different number one ranked. No one has done it twice. Uh, Mithras, Griffith, Killer Neptune, and Vex all got number one ranking in the first four rankings periods. Uh, only one person has been in the top ten all four periods, and that was Mithras. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten people made the top twenty-five in all four rankings periods so yeah pretty cool that is what we're looking at and of course uh here and probably around september i'll give you all we'll give you all another update on how the calendar year is going in rawf all right thank you l vacant so tomorrow's tomorrow's superstars comes to us live from cincinnati ohio the heritage bank arena you have a Superstars title match. It'll be Mithras versus Slashy. And then in a special challenge match, as Belt Collector laid down the challenge uh, for Radiversary, Hobo said, no, it's not worth Radiversary, but I'll take you on this week in Cincinnati. So it will be Hobo Ezekiel versus Belt Collector tomorrow on Superstars as well. And then, of course, everybody else, random draw. Did I say that? Did I say that spookily enough? Spookily is that a word? Yeah, you know, for you, sure. I mean, anyways. Uh, so, all right. I, uh, we have no ultimate gauntlet report this week, and so, but let's see. Who do we start with tonight? Because we just, uh, I think we. She she usually has to sit in a way and follow somebody she doesn't want to follow. So let's bring on our reigning Midnight Oboe champion. Uh, first, she is... Irish's own Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, good evening. Hola. 
Core, you could have you could have said surprise first. Hi there, Bacon. Surprise. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you, 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 I don't know. We just just thought you'd like to come just on early for a change. You, you, have to, you sit out there and wait. Fair, you usually do bring me. You usually do bring me in after some ridiculous thing has happened. So I suppose I can't complain too much. There you I'm go, going see? to, but I don't really have anything to complain about. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we already know your two matches are set for Radiversary first. Uh, congratulations on winning the Hatfield-McCoy uh, Contendership Tournament. And once again, you will be facing Beast for the Hatfield-McCoy Championship. Uh, it third time not my could... plan, but there it is. Yeah, it wasn't your plan. Wait, you, you know, if you win a tournament, that's usually planned. I'm just saying, kind of hard to not plan on winning a tournament. But I was anyway. planning on it. I had a, I had other plans, and they, they didn't work out, so here we are. All right. Well, you will be challenging Beast. It will be the third time, uh, third pay-per-view in a row, that the two of you will, will face off for the Hatfield McCoy Championship. Can third, will the third time be the charm? Uh, Maze, because right now you're on a two-match losing streak to Beast. I mean, you're right. And, um, three ain't necessarily my lucky number, but we'll see what happens. Um, it's always a good match, and I mean, I'm not going to say no to a double title match paycheck, so. Alright, well that's fair. But what is your lucky number? If you say three is not your lucky number, what is it? Six. Six, so so mm-hmm. so you got three. You, you got a you you're okay. All right. Well. No, I'm not that's... looking to face Beastie three more times before you. Okay. Out. Well, that's good. Well, I don't, I don't know. I can't say that that's good. I just say what. But anyways. I mean, we could arrange it. Yeah, we could. You know. Why no. would you threaten me like that? I thought you liked me, vacant lad. I mean, I mean, I do. But you said it was your lucky number, and, you know, I'm always happy to watch a redhead get lucky. <laughs> uh, well, aren't you but, uh, got, I had to go a little long ways for that one, I think. <laughs> had to go down the road a bit. <laughs> All right. So, um, Maeve, with that being said, you'll be defending the Midnight Hobo Championship against a man aptly, uh, interestingly named Hobo, uh, Hobo Ezekiel, who will be going into the RAWF Hall of Fame on the same night he challenges you for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Yeah, so, I'm not, I'm not best pleased with this configuration. It just oh. seems like it's setting me up for failure. I mean, it's the Midnight Hobo Championship, and he's called Hobo, and he's going into the Hall of Fame, and what kind of heel do I have to be to keep him from winning a belt when he's going into the Hall of Fame? And uh, I mean, not that it's going to stop me from kicking his arse, but you know, it, it does, does seem like a little bit of a setup. Well, I mean, first of all, you, you, you know, first of all, you beat Liam. And that's who, and, and, and for the contendership oh, for the Midnight Oh, don't think that Liam Latt hadn't heard about this from me. Oh, what's that? I told, I told, I told Liam I weren't best pleased with him for losing that match. <laughs> well, I mean, at least, at least he's done you the favor of hoping clean hobo up and you won't be getting in there with it. With, I mean, it's, it's true. 
He, he certainly smells better, but now he's got that soap rope, and what if he hits me with have, it? Have you seen his beard lately? It, it, it's actually, like, like beautiful. It's, like, really nice now. I, I can't say that I've spent as much time gazing at Hobo's beard as you apparently have, Vacant. No, well, I mean, I'll he take was sitting, like, well, not quite as close as you are right now, but he was sitting pretty close to me, like, last week, and I, I you can't, it's kind of hard to miss. You let you sit on your lap. I, I feel no, like, that's why I, I said not as close as you, but close. <laughs> but Leo uh. has done quite a job getting Hobo cleaned up. Um, I'm not sure where he found the patience for it, because I certainly couldn't have done it. Well, but I mean, it will bridge... be interesting. Yeah, it certainly will be a, ho- a heck of a match. And, uh, yeah, it, it could be a huge night for Hobo were, they, were he to upset you for the Midnight Hobo Championship. And at this point, I, c- I would consider just about anybody uh, beating you for that title at upset for as long as you've held it. I mean, after after that win on, at, over Frank at, at Immortal, I think you proved once and for all that you want to keep that title for as long as possible. So right now, uh, I say Hobo's the underdog. We will see what happens. But any words for a Hobo who is listening at this time? Um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to our match. I, I always have a good time with Hobo, and more so now that he's not nearly so um, pungent. Gross. Uh, gross. I, was, I was trying to be polite. Every once in a while, I like to do it for a change. Um, but uh, I am very proud of him for getting into the Hall of Fame. I think it's well-deserved. Um, I have uh, been informed that apparently I have a role to play at Hall of Fame, so I will be right there here on him on. Um, but as much as I wish him well for Hall of Fame, I can't say that I wish him quite so well for our title match. Because um, I've, I've really gotten attached to the belt. It's, it's sentimental no, at, at this point. You, you've had it for quite a while, so. Pizza sitter, I mean, man, uh, 213 days, but who's counting? Pizza sitter, Maeve. Brace your sails. Okay. Uh, but anyways, that's what I Hobo said. I English, L.A. Huh? I was just reading what I saw. Oh, why is he pointing? I don't want to know why he's pointing his armpit. Nope. All right. So, Maeve, I'm now time for your... Shame, but no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's your favorite. Now for your favorite part uh, of the evening, uh, Maeve. Would you... Are you so playing the gonna... music? Huh? Last Wait, week you I... played the drums for me. I was hoping that maybe you'd play something else. I don't have I mean, I, I, I just assume you're musically inclined. I can tell you the wheel is fixed, though, so I, would you like me to spin the wheel or play the drums? I've got the drums I mean, I right knew, here. I knew the wheel were fixed. The wheel's always fixed. Go on. So, your choice. Drum roll, drum, uh, drum roll or wheel? Um, let's do the wheel. Just mix it up. I'll play. All right, here we go. Spin the wheel and see who Maeve O'Hare faces tomorrow on Superstar. Mm. Well, Maeve, 
tomorrow it will be you versus simply the best, who right now is still in each uh, match against Mithras for number one contendership, the World Heavyweight Champion, and current Fubar City Champion. You do like drawing these. I think this is like the third time in the last uh, six draws that you've faced the Fubar, whoever the Fubar City Champion is on a superstar. So. Uh, Good Which is to... ironic because I don't like Fubar City rule matches as a as, as a, just a general thing. It's not the thing. It's not not my well, scene this, or whatever. It of is. course, this will not be a Fubar City street fight. It will be a regular rankings match. But still, he's been on quite the tear as of late, as but you well know. Has, um, uh, certainly something to prepare for. Oh, I I can hope that he. Focused in on more important matches and won't pay much attention to me, much like the person currently facing the track called Franken, but that's none of my business. Anyway. Uh, all right. So, Maeve, good luck to you tomorrow against Simply the Best. And in two weeks' time, defending the Hobo title against Hobo and challenging once again for the Hatfield McCoy Championship. We'll talk more about that next week. Sounds like a fun. Good night, Wolfman. Good night. All right. Next up, he, it's been a while since he's, I believe, been in this title picture. Uh, Interestingly enough, he'll be challenging his own uh, brother, I don't know if he's brother or good friend, Knox Boogie, uh, as well as it'll be three Hall of Famers in the ring when Knox Boogie, the Paragon of Greatness, and Dev challenge for the Go at it for the Triple Crown Championship. Let's bring on. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalkline, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the Gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Amadeus. You know, I haven't been here since Immortal, and it's been a long time overdue. I'm glad to finally be here on After Hours. Well, we're glad to... Like a week, but I miss it. (laughs) (laughs) Yet, you were not here last week, correct? Uh, We did not get to talk to you about the things that happened to you at Immortal, so we'll touch on that. Uh, First of all, Congratulations on your victory over Claymore. He had to pray at your feet, beg for you for mercy. Nonetheless, at the end of that match, that had to be uh, one hell of a feeling. Tell me about that moment that Claymore got down on his knees and prayed for forgiveness. Oh, well, I don't know if you could possibly put into words the amount of satisfaction one can have after the year that Claymore put me through, constantly dragging my name through the mud, telling everybody that I was 
snake oil salesman that I was this villain of R.A.W.F. trying to manipulate the fans. I wasn't who I seemed that I was. And to see him cower and pray and beg for my mercy. And this is, this is the part. This is the part that, to me, is the most important thing. And I've, I've heard some criticism from some people, and I understand why. After this entire year, People wanted to see me flatten Claymore. They wanted to have to scrape this guy off of the ground with a spatula after all of the things that he had been saying and doing to me. So a lot of people had to ask me, you know, when I had him on my shoulders at the top of our stage at Immortal, probably 50, 60 feet up, why didn't I even after he begged for mercy, why didn't I make that jump? Why didn't I take him and myself out after we saw just one year ago at Immortal, I made that shooting star press against Mark Caliber. I I showed that I'm willing to take this huge risk. I'm willing to put my body on the line for a match. Why didn't I pull the trigger on Claymore? People could see it in my eyes. They knew that I was considering what to do while this man is on my shoulders begging for mercy the crowd looking on in anticipation that this huge dive from the stage was about to happen and then I realized to do that would be to undo everything that I had said this entire time with Claymore I've been trying to prove not to myself not to everybody else, not really to to anybody but Claymore, that I am the man that I claimed to be all along. And for me to have won this match, to have the bell ring and it's all over, and to needlessly punish this man would have proven him right all along, they would have said that when that devil popped up on my shoulder and said, "You destroy this man. He's you deserve your revenge. You should basically kill this man." That's what the difference between a good man and a quote good man end quote is. Is when the devil popped up on my shoulder. I knew that there was a difference between what I could do, what I wanted to do, and what I had to do. What I had to do was continue to be that example to the R.A.W.F. universe to say, revenge is not necessarily the correct path. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. So it wasn't. Claymore was begging for mercy. He had his his comeuppance. He had his humiliation. He didn't need any more punishment. Well, I mean that that in itself. I mean, maybe it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait! Paragon? I just show you. Look, look! I changed I changed my my save screen for my phone, and it's the picture of him begging. It's great. It's like, see, look. That is that is funny. And yes, you do. 
So that was an epic victory for you, Paragon. However, the the other match of the night did not go your way. You want to briefly tell me what happened against the Immortal Griffin? I, you know, I'll, I'll I'll keep it quick. What happened against the Immortal Griffith is the man wrestled a career all-time great match. Uh, two people, two of the best, maybe the two best, walked into the main event of Immortal 8 and tore the house down. I, I wouldn't have expected anything less from the Immortal Griffith. I, well, that was interesting. I wouldn't have expected anything less, but the, but the fact is the the man came prepared. I mean, you saw he skipped the fanfare. He he didn't have the elaborate entrance. He came right into the match, caught me off guard. He was taking it 100% seriously. And at the end of the day, despite all of the negative words, all of the fire building up, we saw two wrestlers at the top of their game with both of their hands held high to close the greatest show possibly in R.A.W.F. history. Uh, nothing but absolute respect. My hat's off to the Immortal Griffith. Uh, all I have to say is that I will be back. Alright. So, with that being said, Paragon, anniversary just a couple weeks away, and, as you know, Hall of Fame, And uh, but you will be in the ring with two fellow Hall of Famers when you vie for the Triple Crown Championship. Uh, None the which the champion, of course, is Knox Boogie, your good friend, your tag team partner, uh, your brother, if you will. Uh, and the other one, of course, also a R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer in a dev. Now, we've seen over the last couple, we, we, we saw uh, Liam and Scythe, who are both in Black Irish, team up to uh, help Liam win the Triple Crown Championship. Did not quite work that out that way uh, at Immortal as Knox Boogie overcame uh, that, uh, but would would it be possible that you and Knox would employ the same strategy with Dev? Well, Knox, uh, it, it indeed, is my actual brother, and as much as celestial entities that spring from the abyss uh, can be brothers, but um, here's the thing about Knox Boogie and and the last pay per view. He pulled the old Knox Boogie special. Uh, I don't know if you've, you've um, ever um, noticed this. A lot of people don't notice it until it gets pointed out to them, and then it's, it's like a little glass shattering in the back of their head. Knox Boogie has this very strange strategy where either by himself or by the will of his opponent, someone will get thrown out of the ring. And then during this match, the two people will fight and Knox Boogie will just get his ass kicked all over the place outside of the ring uh, for 10, 20, 30 minutes, you know, just getting his ass kicked, you know, break break that count right back out to kicking Knox Boogie's ass. The second you throw Knox Boogie back in the ring, he hits the old rope-a-dope, falling from grace, and he wins. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's almost hilarious how often he just gets his ass kicked outside of the ring. You throw him back in that ring, and he wins. And uh, unfortunately, uh, when Black Irish were trying to um, take advantage of this two-on-one situation, uh, they took it outside of the ring, and at that moment, I, was, I knew that Knox Boogie had this thing sealed. Uh, as far as I go, first of all, I, I know his strategies. I, I know the way he thinks beyond this um, hilarious 
coincidence that he's always getting his ass kicked outside of the ring and then some, somehow pulling the win when he comes back in. I know the way that he wrestles. I know the types of moves that he does. I'm not particularly interested in taking the championship from him after this long of him kind of sitting in the shadows, not doing a lot, finally popping back up, grabbing this Triple Crown Championship after winning a essentially handicap match. But there is zero chance that we're going to play that game in a two-on-one match against Dev at this pay-per-view. A moment ago, I said that I'm on my way back to the World Championship, and that's that's my focus. That is my focus for the remainder of this year, the, at least between now and the next Immortal. I've spent a lot of time with a lot of distractions, a lot of side quests, if you will, and I've kind of lost focus on the prize. I'm going for the World Heavyweight Championship. So as far as I'm concerned, going into this pay-per-view, this is a rankings match. I will not throw that opportunity away. Hmm. So you're saying you're going to win, that you're going to beat Nance Boogie for the Dribble Ground Championship. With the, I'm saying that I'm going to put everything that I have into this match, uh, regardless of if he's my brother, what the situation is. If Knox Boogie wins, you know, great for him. If Knox Boogie doesn't, it's not going. It's not going to be um, a situation where I'm trying to end his run. There's no disrespect involved. The better man's going to win. Or Dev, if Dev is the victor, then you know Dev was the the best competitor on that that afternoon. Uh, I think that it's it's three Hall of Famers. It's going to be a very interesting situation. And, of course, as you said, Nox Boogie, a monumental win at Immortal. He is definitely back, back in the hunt, uh, back with gold around his waist after a fair amount of time of uh, being fairly quiet. So uh, congratulations go out to Knox Boogie. Uh, Frank, unable to win the Midnight Hobo Championship against Maeve O'Hare. Were you as surprised as we were how dominant Maeve was in that match? Did he go in unprepared, or did he not realize who, who he was taking on? Well, let's put it this way. Unable to capture the championship is is being really nice to Frank. Frank got... Unable to get out of his own way? Yeah. You know, uh, some very good advice was given to Maeve before this pay-per-view. Of perhaps that paid off. Perhaps this was just Maeve's night, but she destroyed Uncle Frank. I'm sure that uh, this is going to be a night that Frank's not going to soon forget, but... You know, it's it's back to the drawing board um, for Uncle Frank. It's hard to gauge what he's thinking. Uh, he's, he's, as you're aware, he's not a very communicative guy, so uh, it's hard to know what he's thinking. It's hard to know what he's doing. But it was embarrassing, so I'm I'm sure that he's he's got a got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder to try to prove people that that wasn't indicative of the wrestler that he is. And we would be remiss if we didn't at least bring up Killa Neptune. He's been Champions Choice Champion for quite a while now, mainly because, you know, Champions Choice Champions can have long reigns because he gets to pick the stipulations and his opponent at every pay-per-view. Tell me, has he had any discussions with you on who his next opponent might be? Uh, strangely, and I, I 
suppose I understand this. Killa has been um, a bit MIA lately. Like I, it's hard for me to know what's what he's been thinking because I haven't been able to talk to him. I, a couple of months back, I gave him this speech, telling him the one goal left he had in his career was to win that REWF World Championship. And at the time, he took it very seriously, and unfortunately, he and ran into a roadblock. Did away from him. Yes, uh, unfortunately, he ran into a big purple roadblock, and since then, he's been really distant. He, I mean, he said he's he's trying. He, he's got some irons in the fire. He's working on something that there's. He he wants to find his path to the championship, and he thinks that the the best path to that championship is without necessarily discussing what he has in store. And I understand that. If he, if he views any of us as potential competition on the road, as he found as a possibility, I get that. Uh, Killing Neptune, the Champions Choice Championship, always a very fun situation for him, but I think that his mind is very much on that world championship right now. So <laughs> this may be the opportunity for the next opponent to capture a Champions Choice title. Well, Killa Neptune has been Champions Choice champion since Immortal Seven, uh, so well he is now over a year as Champions Choice champion. Which, I, you know, I would have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's not. If it's not the longest reign, it's one of the one of the uh, top two or three longest reigns. So, uh, congratulations to Killa. Looking forward to seeing who he wants to defend that against at Radiversary. All right, Paragon. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. Uh, I suppose I suppose you would like to find out who you're, fi- you're fighting tomorrow, wouldn't you not? You know, I, I think I wouldn't mind. All right. Do you want drums or wheel? You know, let's go with drums. Drums. Good choice. I like that choice. A man, a man after my own heart. Here we go. Tomorrow on Superstars, the Paragon of Greatness will square off against Rattlesnake Ron. There you go. Good match. That ought to, that ought to be a good match. Ron, an excellent competitor. It should be fun. All right. So, thank you, Paragon. Good luck to you tomorrow against Rattlesnake Ron. We'll talk to you again, hopefully, next week about more about your Triple Crown title match. And, right. hopefully... Hopefully, have a gauntlet report. Hopefully, you'll be feeling better. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Next up, I want to bring in Mr. R.A.W.F. Uh, he is, he's, he seems a little excited about something, and I'm not sure what it is. Let's talk to... Retribution time Cause the chance that I went to 
Ladies and gentlemen, the Duke of Self uh, Judgment is here. Judge. What's up on my dance? How are things down on the on the, in the, the Republic? Everything's of that? wonderful. Everything. Yeah. It couldn't be couldn't be better. And, and hello, Mr. Elvigant, sir. How are you doing this evening? Hola, señor. Come on. <laughs> on my dance. I'm just. It's such a beautiful. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Da, da, da. Oh, it's such a beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful week. It's been a great week. I swear to God, you pull, a, you pull a King Friday out of your pocket, I'm out of here. I'm not going to pull a King Friday, but I am going to pull somebody out of my pocket because you know what? You know, I, I have to say, I have to, I have to agree with Paragon. Something's been up with, uh, with, with Killer lately, and I, I can't figure out. I can't put my finger on it. And I sit back and I watch Killer and I watch him and watch him and watch him and try to figure it to myself. What exactly is what what what? Oh, I know what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, my newest recruit, Killer Neptune. That's See, Killer what? came to me and he said, "Judgment, I know you can help me with this world title." Paragon stopped me from winning this world title, and I said, "He did. Yes, I saw it." So Paragon. Make sure you win this world title. Make sure you beat up Knox or whoever it is you're facing and you get this title because this will be the last time you hold this title because I'm going to see to it personally that my new client, Killer Neptune, gets a world title shot, becomes the world champion, and remains the world champion to set records longer than anybody else. So you're just wondering what happened to, to him? That's what's happened to him. He's been at my boot camp training. I've been training with him. I've been working with him. I'm putting him through, making blood, sweat, and tears through the little fish guy. You're going to start seeing a totally different killer starting this week. Really? So enjoy it. So wait yes. So you've been working with Killer Neptune. Par- Par- yes. Paragon seems, it seems befuddled by this. Paragon, did you know anything about this? Blow up his yacht like a month ago? No, it blew his yacht. It just—it was just a—it was just a particular thing blew up in the water. It wasn't really nothing. It was just a decoy. Uh, I mean, I've I've heard of taking drastic measures, but this—I'm gonna have to talk to Killer because this doesn't. Killer's already—he said he's the one to talk to you. Killer said he wants to break your neck because you were the one who stopped him from winning the world title. You, Paragon, you stood in his way. You stepped up in, into the spotlight because you wanted to hog the spotlight. You've earned your brother to win it, and then that's all we heard. I want Killer to win. I want Killer to win. And then you stole it from him. So this is all on you. When he came to me, he begged me to help him. He begged me to teach him what I know and to have to get the way he needs to be. And that's exactly what I've been doing. Oh, you're in so much trouble, Paragon. Mm, it would be so nice to see, see Killer, the world champion. And exactly well, been, do what okay, I need so to. if you've been working with Killa, has he mentioned any about any about his champion's choice title match? Are you are you advising him on who his opponent oh, is? We've got that taken care of. You just you, you just you just be prepared for a little ass whooping yourself, sir. Excuse me. You just you just be prepared. What? Why do I? I I I I'm, I'm not going to say anything else. Just. Just, just be prepared to witness some of the outstanding crazy stuff that's going to happen. And I could be, I could be 
see, here's the thing that nobody understands. I could be playing with your mind. I could be filling your head saying that, that this is going to happen when it may not be even going to happen. Who knows what's going to happen? You know me. You've known me for 19 years here in RAWF. And every time you know me, I always ended up being – I didn't get the name Puppet Master for nothing. Same thing with Paragon. You don't know what you're going to get till you get it. So be prepared because mm, anything could be lurking around the corner. Okay. Judge, would you like to, to spin the wheel or hear the drums to see who you'll be facing tomorrow on the Superstars? I think they're drums. I think they're drums. Because I, drums remind me of another thing whenever we run into danger. You hear drums. So I want to hear the drums. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me get there. Here we go. Tomorrow you face Chris Sharperstein on Superstars. Chris, who, huh? What? Chris Sharperstein. He's been on here a couple times, you know. Chris, Bo, Bo, Chris Sharperstein. Yes. The atheist law guy? Yeah, him. You know, okay. Just another, just another little thing I need to tape up. Okay, you know. All right. Good luck to you tomorrow. But get ready because I want to tell you right now, you guys, RWF hasn't seen what's, they have never felt what's fixing to happen now. And Paragon, good luck to you and your match coming up. I hope you win because it's going to be a sweet victory to watch him take that title from his brother. Okay. I'm confused, but that's typical after talking with Judge. No, no, I think he's confused. Judgment, do do you think that Immortal hasn't happened yet? Oh, I know Immortal. I I didn't say anything about Immortal. No, but but you, you think that Paragon has a shot at the World Championship coming up? I, I I foresee a I foresee a shot for Paragon to get another shot coming up. Paragon's going to do everything in his power. Because let me tell you something. You should know Paragon. Paragon's going to do what he needs to do to get himself in that position to become uh, to get another title shot. But, okay, but why and does I, I, look, I, look at it this way? How many times has Griffith? Griffith has made a point that when he wants to get to the title shot, Griffith can make sure he gets to the title shot because Griffith works his way to it. Same thing with Paragon. If Paragon wants this title shot, and I know Paragon wants this title shot, Paragon's going to do what he needs to do to get to this title shot. Just same thing with Killer. Killer is going to learn from me, and he's going to be able to be right up there with these two. I think we got a. I think we got a new contender coming into the picture. A new person that's going to be totally going crazy over everything. So, watch and see. It's just like you like me. When I say I want to go after the men's title, I'm this. I have put myself. In there, and I've got myself to go out to the men's title. So, you, yeah, I can tell in Paragon's. You can look at Paragon. Look at him. He can tell. So it's it's, it's, it's going to be. It's, it's, but then again, I don't know. I don't know. I could be talking out of my head tonight. I could be talking out of my head. I could be talking about Griffiths. I could be talking about Lady Vex. I could be talking El about Maeve O'Hara. I could be talking about El, El Bacon. Who knows what's going on? I'm totally lost because I'm getting I'm getting some wrong information right now. I've got four people messaging me right now that I don't know which one to go to. I don't even know who. 
I don't even know who Debbie Diamond is. <laughs> All right. Well, you go talk to Debbie Diamond. Uh, I'm going to take I'm the big to Debbie Diamond. So Debbie Diamond. And we're going to play a freaking song. Yeah. Okay. Well, I well I well I recover from this conversation. Uh, I'm good. Is it? Hold on. Well, you know what? Hold on. Yeah, what? I got some. You need it. You need a cerveza. I'm getting one. Yeah, I need I need a cerveza. Uh, one of them. One one of there them Knox Boogie specials. Did you did you? Because um, that's what that sounded like when he said Knox Boogie special earlier. He's like, did, isn't that a isn't that at the truck? You, you have a Knox Boogie special down there somewhere? I mean, I mean, we have a Knox Boogie item on the menu. It's not called Knox Boogie special, but it's pretty yummy. Uh, all right. Well, let's go with that. And uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
all around the country and coast to coast. People always saying, what do you like most? I don't want to brag. I don't want to boast. I always tell them I like toast. I get up in the morning about 6 a.m. Have a little jelly, have a little jam. Take a piece of bread, put it in the slot. Push down the lever and the wires get hot. I get to <laughs> Yeah, I do! <laughs> now, there's no secret to toasting perfection. There's a dial on the side and you make your selection. Push to the dark of the lights, and then if it pops too soon, press down again, make toast. <laughs> yeah, toast! No! For many years now, I've been a booster for the browning of the bread inside a tooster. If it gets burnt, I just start hollering. Cause don't you know I'm black toast intolerant? on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Damn, that's some good cerveza there, El Vacant. Where, what, what, brand, what brand is this? Uh, actually, it's, it's, it's a new brand that we're working on with the family. I, I, we haven't even named it yet. I just wanted to see if you got sick. Thanks. I do no, I can't, I can't. no, we've been making this in the family for years. <sighs> <sighs> All right. So at anywho, I think I. I would be careful though, because it's not like this this silly American beer. It's it's a little got a little more kick to it. Oh, definitely has some kick to it. There's no doubt about it. And you kind of worried me that that kick was something I wasn't gonna be able to no, call it. You should, be, you should be fine. You're you're not you're not allergic to acid, are you? Allergic to what? LSD, you know. So, peyote, you're good. Well, I, I don't think I'm allergic to it, but you know, it's beer. La it does not have drugs. Into my God, you were so gullible. Oh, uh, well, you, I just got done with a conversation with Judge. I'm, 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 I'm. I'm I don't think that's why. Uh, whatever. You know why? Uh, no. Uh, that off the damn board. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, she goes into the RAWF Hall of Fame in two weeks' time at Radiversary. Uh, she is the only and one. 
Welcome, Lady Vex. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, LA. Good and evening, And I am not uh, I, I grabbed Yes. I grabbed the, the black label hobos so that I can trip balls later. But I you am, see that one's I, got I'm a delayed not, effect for after I'm, radio. I'm not tripping balls, although I do I do have this sudden craving for Twinkies and Triscuits. I'm not sure why. Not at the same time, right? Not please, not no, at the same time. I do. Like what? Like a like a Twinkie sandwich? Take the Twinkie, cut it off. Between two I mean, I mean, that get, uh, get a little sweet, got a little no. salty, got a, a lot of dry, spongy, a got lot a of dry. There is not enough cream in a Twinkie to make a Triscuit. No. I need someone that to go out and get me some Twinkie. That sounds Triscuit. really bad. For the record, I'm not responsible for this. So, Vex, we're just two weeks out. You get to go into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. There's also a, still a pretty good, a fairly a 50-50 chance that you'll be challenging Wildfire for the Estrogen Championship. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Were you were you to get by Coogs here and become Biatch of the Month and face Wildfire, beat her, it will be your third Estrogen title reign. Is this correct? Am I am – I, am I, am I, or am I – Am I? Am I? Drunk? I actually have to go look again. Um, I I can't keep track of that one because there have been uh, actually so many. That one might be the one that I've I've done more than three times. <laughs> um, two seconds. Let me look. <laughs> Where's my Let's research here. staff? That will be. Actually, that would be my fourth BH of the month, my fifth tournament win, and my second estrogen win. My first estrogen win was uh, just very long. Ah, gotcha. All right. Well, it could be a very interesting night. Don't want to jinx it, so we won't say it's going to happen because you're obviously in the ring with a very tough competitor in the first lady of anarchy. She knows she also very adept at winning that biatch of the month. So, uh, absolutely. That? There's that whole, you know, LA likes to curse me thing. Um, so, so, but, um, of course you have to choose an inductor. I'm assuming that you already have an inductor in mind. In, 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 oh, 
um, you know, my my first thought was I was I was originally thinking I would make Griff do it, um, but as he's doing the apex thing i thought no 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 we won't go that way and then i thought about having you do it and then i realized there were so many people that might ask you to that i mm, eh, hold back so um yes i i have made my selection uh she is absolutely beside herself with excitement to be making that speech so that will be a, a fantastic time, and I, I do love everything that comes out of Maeve's mouth. Not touching it at all. Nope. <laughs> mm. Hello, beer. How are you? Mm, you do it again, I'm throwing the lot at you. Oh. I don't really so remember what happened to make L.A. choke <laughs> I don't believe in tank shaman, so I'm not going to go there. <sighs> All right, so Maeve O'Hare will be inducting Lady Vex into the RAWF Hall of Fame two weeks' time. Of course, uh, you can decide whether to have that done on Saturday night uh, on After Hours, or you can do it at the actual at the pay per view on Sunday. Either way works. Uh, so just let me know what's best for you, you two, and uh, we'll schedule that. I was then, just going right? to work around what everyone else needed, um, and whatever Thanks. she had going on as well. I am flexible. All right. I have been informed that Apex will be on Saturday, uh, two weeks from today. Probably that—that that is what they're hoping for. So I can tell you that much. I don't know about the rest of the group. Uh, so, but if you are listening. Uh, Claymore, Hobo, uh, Aggie, uh, you need to get in, get with your inductors, find out which of those two nights is best for you, uh, and uh, we will schedule it as follows. All right. At any rate, Vexy, drums or wheel? Um, last one was drums, wasn't it? So we'll go wheel. Change it up a little bit. Can I? Can I make a request for like? I don't know, some like uh, um, lo-fi next week. A what? Lo-fi. It's really good. Lo-fi. I'll send you some links. It's good. It's good. You'll pick it up in no time. Is that? I mean, is that like Wi-Fi only? Only less. No. Never mind. No. No. Okay. All right. We'll spin the wheel. See who you have. be taking on the wife of fellow R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, you'll be taking on Moxie, who of course is Aggie's wife. So, there you go. Oh, Moxie. Moxie's fun. Moxie's fun. That's been a while. And you know, win or lose, you'll get a lollipop. I, I get lollipops anyway. Moxie loves me. Oh, didn't give me lollipops. Oh, maybe it's because you're too high up there and she can't really see around the mountain. I mean, that's fair, I guess. She is kind of wee. I'll bring you one next week. Oh, got you. Always a sucker for a sucker, aren't you? All right. I mean, um, 
All right, Vex, good luck tomorrow against the Moxie, and good luck in the finals of the Biatch of the Month. We will find out hopefully by next week uh, if you indeed are challenging Wildfire for the Estrogen Championship. Good luck. Nothing? I don't know. Maybe she's busy with a lollipop. I don't know. Maybe she's looking. Okay. All right. With that being said... It is now time to bring on the man with so many belts that he has. I think I think he freaking carries them in a wagon, drags a wagon behind him now uh, to carry them all. He's got. He is your reigning world men's supreme fighter, ultimate gauntlet champion. He is. I'm sure the conversations with Paragon and Judgment earlier, and how much you know, it seems you know, Paragon says his goal is to win the world title by the end of the year. Uh, and then you heard what Kill, what Judgment had to say about killing Neptune. Uh, it, was, it was all kind of convoluted. What did you get out of that whole exchange? I, I'm look, I, I was I was in not one but two stables with that man and in a tag team with that man. I learned a long time ago that when he starts going like that, I, I just tune out. Like I just do check my nails, check my email. Like there's, there's no point. Like there's just, there's no rational train of thought happening there. There's no, don't try to follow it. You know, that, that why, that way lies madness. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was very interesting. Apparently, Killa has to go through Paragon to get to the world title, but first Paragon has to beat you, and that's all. Just like, uh, why can't Killa just try to beat you? I don't. Okay, but anyway, whatever that. But uh, she's, you know, it's kind of hard to talk to you tonight about anything that's going to be happening at Radiversary because none of your none of your titles have opponents, and none of your, you know, Mithras and uh, STB still going at it for a shot at your world title. Uh, the arsehole of the month still ongoing, so we have no idea who your opponent will be uh, there. And uh, I have no report from the lovely Raves that I know about for, for 32 to 1. 
unless I totally missed it, which I don't think I did. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so what would you like to talk about tonight, Griff? Hmm, I don't know. Uh, I got a new car. I... Did you? What kind? What would you get? Oh, I yeah, I picked up a, a pretty rare car, actually. It's a you know, 1962 Aston Martin. Uh, yeah. Well, new to me. Uh, like I didn't mean new, new. Like it's a, it's an antique. But Aston Martin didn't he? Wasn't he on that '70s show? No, that that's Aston Kusher. Oh. Well, I, I, I gotta say, didn't know he made cars. Oh wait, I'm but... sorry. Right, you're an American. The car James Bond drove. Ah, oh, gotcha. Wait a minute. Which James? Which which James Bond? Well, actually, they've all driven them. Well, all but one. <clears throat> but uh, the one for the model that I picked up, it would be very similar to the one that uh, Sean Connery drove. Ah, gotcha. Ah, all right. Well, good. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm just, just saying, I might have to check it out. Might, I've been kind of looking for a new car, but anyways. Uh, Gotta be something. So currently, still in the article <laughs> of the month. You really, you really, you just don't have no idea, do you? You're just like it's I like really don't. Here. I got nothing like, to say. I got you. Right now, you're at the top of the game here in RAWF. You're the world champion, men's champion. You got all these titles. You you finished last month number one in the rankings. You are currently number two for the year overall. Uh, I mean. <sighs> I mean, you could basically toot your whole own horn and say whatever the hell you want tonight, because I mean, it is. It, Who's gonna tell right me I'm now. wrong? What's that? Who's gonna tell me I'm wrong? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's no uh, four titles here in RWF, and, uh, and here in the I'm hearing that you're also pretty dominant in the Indies right now. So right now, you are you you say you're at the top of your game. That better than you've ever uh, been? I would. I would say that, except that, you know, I had a little slip this week. Uh, and actually, for the first time in almost two months, I dropped a match. Uh, so, you know, and, you know, congratulations to Andrew Chris Cage. Managed to managed to pin my shoulders one, two, three. So, you know, good for him. Um, you know, we'll see. But going forward, we'll see, you know. But, you know, I'm taking it in stride. Uh I think I was starting to feel, you know, a little overconfident with the way things have been going. And, you know, I keep telling myself it's when I get overconfident that, that I mess up, you know. And thankfully this time it happened just in, in a normal weekly match. It didn't happen at a pay-per-view with a title on the line. You know, it reminded me this what to do what I keep saying I need to do, just stay focused. You know, stay focused. Go after, you know, each goal as if it's the only goal you have and, 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 and keep these titles. Um you know, it's, you know, it was, I don't want to say humbling because, you know, that's not the right word, but it was a good reminder. We've even talked about the fact that you're going into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame for a second time here in two weeks, getting a second yeah. ring, one of one of three moment, three three of you that are going to be able to say that uh, here in two weeks. With that, I mean, and, and being inducted by the Paragon of Greatness after beating him at Immortal Eight, uh, I mean, it, it seems like it's gonna, 
I don't know. How, what's the feeling there? How are you feeling about going into the Hall of Fame and, and with the people you're going in with and who is inducting you? I look, I, I, I'm over, I'm simply over the moon about, uh, about getting in for a second time. I mean, uh, I honestly never thought the REWF would recognize, uh, tag teams, even though there had been a, an undercurrent cry out for it. I just didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, I was, I was pretty surprised to hear it. Uh, I'm very honored to be, you know, part of the tag team that is first, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's not deserved because it is. I mean, clearly it is, but I am a little surprised that it's happening at all. Um, and as for, you know, and I would say that people, I've had a few people like being seem pretty surprised that, you know, I asked Paragon if he would be the one to, to do this. And uh, let me explain something like Paragon and I don't always get along like hell. I mean, you, you saw what happened right before immortal. I mean, I was ready to tear that man's head off. Um, you know, there are times where, but, but there's, it, there's not a lot of people that I respect as much as I respect Paragon in this, in this industry. There's, there's a few, you know, you know him, you know, Mithras. I mean, there's a couple others, right? Um, but, and that's what this is about. Like, when it comes to tag team wrestling in the RAWF, the only other person who understand, who truly understands what it takes to be as dominant as Apex was, is Paragon, because he's the only one who's come close to also being that dominant. So he'll, he understands. And on top of it, he was one of the primary voices pushing for tag teams to be recognized. So it seems fitting to me that Apex's biggest rival and the man who is very responsible for us getting this award be the one who inducts it well i've got an interesting question that i think about because the tag team division in rawf has it 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 has evolved since the days of apex and whatnot how would apex fare in today's tag team division in rawf oh we'd still be running the show if we had stayed together there's no doubt in my mind okay well is it? I mean, there's some good teams these days, so it it would be interesting. There'd be some dream matchups, some dream matchups there to say the least. But all right. But here's that the thing I want to point out. You say like you know, there's there's some really tough teams out, and and there are, there absolutely are. I'm not going to argue with you. I think there's some very high quality tags going on in RAWF these days. But here's the thing. The top of the top right now was here when Apex was dominant. So if these people aren't destroying them, they sure as hell wouldn't have been destroying us. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, we will talk more about that here in a couple of weeks when uh, you... Is that that Moxie out there? Moxie, wait, hey, wait. Yo, Moxie, Lollipop, in here, come on, do the big man a favor, come on. I don't know if she heard me. She, oh, she's throwing it all, she's passing them out to everybody, so. Right, out there, I mean here, I, there's a glass wall between, I can't. Go get you, we'll go out and get you a lolly. I'm, I'm going to get a lolly, I'll be right back.
<sighs> but at any rate, while he goes out to get his sucker, did he, did he really uh, just Griff, interrupt me to get a lollipop? He did. He did. I... <laughs> Although now that he mentions it, I, I kind of want one too. You want one? No, I'm good. Thanks. I I, I think I, I I'm waiting on my Triscuits and Twinkie. Are you feeling okay? No. Because that sounds horrible. Well, I mean, it's got, it's like a, like truly horrible. If you're good, I, if you want the salty sweet thing, you take a Twinkie, you break it in half, and you shove a nice crispy piece of bacon right down the middle of it, and then you eat it. All right, That's now I really want to. I need to go get me some Twinkies after the show, definitely. That, 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 that sounds good, but so does the Triscuit thing. So, all right. Ah, thank you, Griff, and, uh, you know, go get yourself a lolly, I guess. Yeah, I think I will. Ah, all right, folks, if I didn't, I believe I already mentioned tomorrow's superstar. Oh, wait, Griff, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Yeah, what? Two, what? Drums or dr- wheel? Oh, um, hmm. Where did I get last time? I got drums last time. Wheel. But I can't. At least somebody asked for the drums tonight. Fine. I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. And you are actually quite a quality drummer. Fine. You, you, drums. I'll give you drums. All right. Thank you. Let's see. Drums back out now. All right. Here we go. It will be the Immortal Griffith taking on Alexander Caliber tomorrow on Superstars. Uh, should be should that's, a, that's the pale one, right? Yeah, that's the pale, that's the vampire. He's right. Okay. Okay. Good. Make sure you got to keep my caliber straight. And hot and Chaz, I said Cincinnati, not Tallahassee. I said I said I did say Cincinnati, didn't I? Pretty sure I did. Pretty sure. Can I get my lollipop now? Yeah, go get your lollipop. Thanks. All right, so here, let's see. Let's get some people out to chat their matches. I see Chaz is out there. Let's find out who Chaz faces. <laughs> I had it right here. Oh, Dr. Kent. Hotshot Chaz versus Dr. Kent tomorrow on Superstars. I see Deez is out there. Who the hell is Dr. Kent? He was in the top 25. You've read his name a couple times. I still don't know who he is. That's his, that's the thing. Nobody knows. All right. And by the way, I brought you uh, in anyway. Here's your lolly. Oh, thank you. I see D's out there. Let's find out who D's. D's versus it's Angel Bitch tomorrow. All right. Good stuff. Razor. I see Razor's out there. Let's find out who Razor is facing tomorrow. 
<laughs> oh, he's taking on Kayla the Governess. All right. Kayla the Governess for, versus the Razor tomorrow. That should be good fun. That should be. Uh, let's see. Anybody else out there? Uh, oh, R.A., Redneck Avenger. Let's see here. Redneck Avenger taking on Crazy Mama. So, all right. So, I think that's pretty much everybody. I don't think I missed anybody. Oh, well, I did. Hobo's, take, Hobo's taking on. Oh, Denunzio's out there. I'm sure Denunzio wants to know. Did I miss it? Did you get Mithras? Mithras is defending his superstars title. Already right, but one. did you say who? Flashy. Okay. Maybe I look, I it's been a long show and I had to deal I had to listen to Judge, so I things are blank now. Ah, and uh, who was I doing? Oh Denunzio. Denunzio to take on Ven- Venita R- Ricochet. Other matches now on the random uh, Claymore versus Uncle Frank. That should be good. Uh, Money Sue versus Zyberlink should be interesting. Uh, and, yep, everyone, Strangleheart versus the Hawkster. That ought to be interesting. Liam O'Shaughnessy versus Kane the Governor. And, uh, yeah, those are some, some of the featured matchups tomorrow on Superstar. So, sorry, 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 Denunzio. We're not spending anything again. Because I played the drums. Uh, oh, well, this just in, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. And it appears... It appears the Cougar would, has won Biatch of the Month and will challenge Wildfire for the Estrogen Championship. So, uh, got it assigned title to uh, the Cougar. And whew, so she gets the chance to get back a ti- one of the ti- titles she's famous for here in RAWS, the longest reigning estrogen champion, one of them. All right. Most most time holding holding that title, she's looking to win it once again uh, at Radiversary. So, all right. With that being said, I think it's time to promote things, our promotion portion of of the show. And I will start with the lovely Mave O'Hare. Mave, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Oh yeah, I'd like to promote uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony coming up and you can all come and hear just what a terrible public speaker I really am. All right. Thank you, Maeve. Paragon, anything you would like to promote tonight? Uh, Actually, I'm good tonight. All right. Uh, El Vacant, what would you like to promote tonight? Um, Hmm. What should they promote? Well, I mean, you all know we have that the A plus rating from from uh, the, the board of health. So that's 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 still a thing. 
that's great. Um, let's see what else. Um, apparently, I'm you know the robot slayer now, so rawr. Um, and um, what do I want to promote? What do I want to promote? Eat more tacos. All right, thank you, L. Vacant Judge. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, no, I'm okay. Well, this is going to be a really quick promotion segment. Uh, last but not least, the Immortal Griffith. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, REWF fans around the world, have you found yourself not sure what to ask your guests when you host the show? Have you found yourself at a loss for words? Well, we here at Immortal Enterprises have a suggestion for you. Don't pay attention when crazy speak people speak. It gets you confused. So we have invented this lovely thing called an earplug. And when the craziness starts to happen, you just take one of these and you roll it up like this. And you put it in your ear. And then you just sit back in the quiet bliss of sanity. And if that doesn't work, well... There's always booze. Hmm. You telling me Excedrin isn't the cure? Okay. Damn it. With that, ooh, my Twinkies are here. Um, they're spongy. They might work as earplugs. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll be we'll gonna cut it short tonight. Gonna be a short show. We're gonna. Take a little, take a, take some extra time off while I go eat some Twinkies with bacon and Triscuits. Wait, all three? I could do all three, right? I could. I mean, you could. Ooh, all right. You know what we could do? We could. Now you know we could save some of the Twinkies because after we try that, what we'll do is we'll take the Twinkies and we'll wrap it in bacon and then we'll batter it and we'll throw it in my deep fryers. Bet you that would be good. All right, folks, I'm heading down the taco truck with my Twinkies and Triscuits here. We, you got bacon down there? Oh, see, see. Oh, sweet. There's bacon in the, in the chalupa of greatness. Woohoo! All right, folks, we'll talk to you all next week. This has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Wait, I bet that'd really go well with a Snapple. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.